Hi, I'm Chris with the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and before the episode begins, I just wanted to provide you with a little information on who we are and how you can stay updated on all of our content. This podcast was created to showcase craft breweries and indulge in interesting conversation. We want to help promote a variety of breweries, and along the way have conversations ranging from sports to beer, and beer to, well, just about anything. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Willie. 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 Willie the groundskeeper. He's here. (laughs) (laughs) So in today's episode, we'll be reviewing Natterjack Brewing Company out of Eagle, Ontario. Nice. We're going to be reviewing two beers today. The first is called Lunker, which is a cream ale. And the Mm. second is called Toad Evaporation, which is listed as a golden ale on Untapped. We're going to talk more about this uh, in beer segment number two. Definitely looks like we will. And to finish up the episode, we are going to talk about how we exercise and work out. All right, so we're talking about Natterjack Brewing, and it is located along the shorelines of Lake Erie at specifically 25292 Talbot Line in Eagle, Ontario, which is about five minutes from West Lorne and kind of like halfway in between London and Chatham, about 45 minutes from each. Yes, so founded in 2016 and the doors being officially opened on September 22nd, 2018, uh, Natterjack is dedicated to the memory of Matthew Seuss, who unexpectedly passed away in August of 2015. Right. Matt was known as the beer man or a man of uh, unique ideas and was well known within the community devoting the majority of his time to hops, malts, yeast, and fermentation along with other unique flavors. His passion for beer could be seen a mile wide and his dream was to one day open a brewery of his own. Right. So I think just kind of going back a little bit, when uh, we're talking about the location, you might just be better off to Google it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Definitely Google it. Put it in your GPS if you're headed that way. Yeah, Yeah. it's a little bit between point A and point B, and uh, Google might be better. So um, just a little bit of information on Matt. So Matt just completed the Niagara College Brewmaster and Brewer Operations Management Program and was very excited to dive into the craft beer world and get started on his journey. Now, uh, today his passion still lives on through his family as Peter, Kathy, Dan, Rachel, Elise, and Danica have devoted themselves to honoring Matt's passion of finding the simple things and making them unique. So a whole kind of family operation, uh, there's a whole slew of them. So they might yeah. <laughs> it's a team effort for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, absolutely. It's, all, you know, it's really nice to see that they're continuing on, you know, his dream, right? right? And, and making it come to fruition so that's awesome to see that and as part of that the Seuss family has also established the Matt Seuss Memorial Fund and so basically what that is is every year they award a scholarship to the student who brews the best beer at Niagara College's brewmaster competition so a little extra incentive for uh, for that competition absolutely and a competition that I think we should judge sometime yeah that that would be I don't know about you guys I think we should do that see if we can get in on that yeah Uh, yeah, so Natterjack's beer itself is built upon being again the unique flavored craft beer mm-hmm. uh, a few of their staple beers include the Nanojack toad which is a belgian strong ale with pistachios and cardamom does anybody know what cardamom is no it's a spice thank you is it yeah i'm pretty sure okay good 
right. Spiceman Chris over there. <laughs> uh, there you go. Spicy. A yeah. smoked, smoked lager with peated malt and Sue's juice, which is an American strong ale with chocolate malt. Right. So although you might not be able to find exactly where the location is until you <laughs> Google it, when you come up on the building, you're probably going to know that you're at the race pace because it's a 4,480 square foot building. Um, again, it's at shed style buildings. We've seen this before. Um, similar to kind of like stone picker, yeah. right? I thought you were going to say that you might know that you're there because there's nothing else. Well, so it's just like, <laughs> that's true too. You might be just driving by. Yeah. Hey, I know what's it. there. A brewery. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I will gladly sit on that patio to have a few beers there for sure. Exactly. Sp- speaking of, uh, maybe we should touch on whether any of us have been there. Cause personally I have not been there. No. Oh. I, I've not been there, but I have had some of the beers and we'll probably touch Well, again, on you know, as you said, it's tough to find it on Google, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's why I remember that. But it, it is only 45 minutes from us, though. We so. promise, we promise we will make it out sometime. Yes, absolutely sure. we will. Um, in terms of actual beers we've had, we have had a few beers from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them were back in the day, you know, when beer festivals were a thing. What's a beer yes. festival? I don't know. Last 2019, <laughs> they had some. Um <laughs> So, uh, myself, uh, producer Willie, and uh, Tyler, we uh, attended a beer festival back in 2019 where they had the Easy Breezy Blueberry Squeezy. Mm. Man, that was a mouthful. Sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what? Middle, middle of the road. It, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it was And all then right. uh, producer Willie and myself uh, on different days, but we both did attend the Food and Wine Show in London back in January 2020. And there, they had a nice little booth set up there, and we tried the Natterjack Toad and the uh, British Pale Ale that had a little bit of pomegranate. Mm. And they're both uh, decent beers as well. Do enjoy a little pomegranate. So when I was talking about the size of the building, you might think, well, wait a second. If it's that big, how much beer do they brew? Mm. Sorry. So each batch is about 760 liters. But not only do they do the beer thing, right? This is 2021. And uh, I mean, every brewery has to kind of get into the seltzer market, right? Oh, you got to. So they, it's, it's just easier, right? You just, it's cheaper to make and push out quicker. Yeah. So they've, they've also got into the seltzer market, much like many other breweries. And they offer um, a couple different ones. So a Blue Freeze and a root beer one. So um, That's interesting. Yeah, those are some that, different flavors on the seltzer market. Yeah. Sure. So hopefully we uh, get to taste those sometime in the near future. Maybe we will. We Maybe may. we won't. Mm. We might. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do uh, find it on the GPS and if you do make it out there, they're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 12 to 5. So basically just weekends only. Yeah. Which Absolutely. means we will have to take a tour on a weekend. We, we that would be correct. To. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in terms of delivery, if you are within the area, uh, it's free local delivery. Um, but, I mean, if you're not from the area, all the more reason to uh, venture on down there. I mean, it's five minutes from Lake Erie. Have some beers on the patio there, or maybe inside when stage three comes along, and then tour down Lake Erie, go on, a, my, go on some water, go my, on a boat, yeah. do my, things. My question is, and yes. maybe we should have done a little bit more research or asked a question we can follow up with them, <laughs> what is local to that? Right, what is <laughs> local? <laughs> if it's free local delivery, it might be the six people that live just Right, nearby. even if you're like... 15 kilometer radius is that local you're not really hitting a lot i would imagine it's just west lorne i do believe it is is within the municipality of west elgin okay 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 i don't know what that consists of i just know it's the whole municipality so producer willie is on it (laughs) food for thought and we might have that when we get to uh when we're drinking beer one to follow up but um just kind of food for thought to to kind of see what yeah uh, free local delivery but but it's a good point for sure uh and maybe they mentioned on their social media we're not sure but we're gonna link all of 
their information to our social media for sure. Absolutely. And just like a toad would do, uh, we're going to hop along to our very first beer. All right, we're back with beer number one. And first, we want to thank Dan for supplying the beers on today's episode. Thank you, Dan. Yes. Thank you, Dan, including the very personal doorstep delivery from Dan. So that was awesome. Showed up. Must at my live house. within the free local area for delivery, <laughs> don't you? Uh, not quite. He just made a special trip in. Another good Dan, Dan. Dan delivery man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's what we're working with. <laughs> <laughs> so the first beer that we're having is a traditional cream ale called Lunker, which uh, does contain nuts, which is actually actually kind of interesting um and it's got an abv of 4.0 percent and 20 ibus all right so don't be fooled by the can now this is this isn't my writing okay this is given from the the brewery so don't critique me too much but don't be fooled by the can the bright blue relaxing in the lake feel like catching a lunker is easy kid you not that big fish takes hard work a lot of patience and just the right ingredients Lunker is a perfect pairing for those hot days, or if you are just weathering the storm, or relaxing, you, or sorry, or realistically, you are probably just sharing fishtails of the big lunker you reeled in. So it is a warm day out today. It yes. definitely is. So I'm hoping this lunker, I can sunker. Yeah, quench that thirst. Yes. That was a l- okay. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> this beer is smooth, creamy, light. And as uh, Tyler pointed out earlier, just the right ingredients that you can't resist. Nice. So on Untapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs because we are on Untapped. And the overall rating for Lunker is 3.55 bottle cups out of five with a total of 180 check-ins. So not a whole lot. No. No, not a ton. But a decent amount probably for a smaller brewery. All right, let's uh, grab our glasses, grab our cans. Let's open her up. Oh, a little bit of splash. A little bit of splash. A little bit of splash. A little bit of explosion there. Yeah, maybe that's just the lunker. Now try and get the uh, beer in the glass. (laughs) Chris is just having a time over there. First time poured a beer. (laughs) I remember my first beer. Good lord. I don't know what I'm doing here, uh, but I do know I'm drinking this out of a pine glass. Um, wow. Do you know that Are you're doing you? that right now? Do you? <laughs> if I can get any in the glass. Holy heck. So make sure to use your proper glassware and make sure to pour properly. Yeah. It, was, it was tough for uh, Chris to reel his beer in, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. If you Good could, God. I think I'm going to have to ask you to pay for a new scotch guarding on the <laughs> <laughs> furniture. I swear I haven't had any beers so before this between, one today. Between you and producer Willie, when you guys poured, I noticed that you had canned glass. Yes. And, and as you poured the, because the can is full to the top, which it is very full, yeah. remove some of that air so then that way you keep the preservation of the beer. Yeah. Is it just literally poured out of the can, ran down the can, yeah. and into your lap, uh, my table, and my couch. So <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Tyler, but uh, you see us two over here? Yeah. Pretty dry over here. Yeah. Hell yeah, we did it. Great job. Wow. So, so let's take a look at this beer, uh, not on the couch, but in the glass and see what we see. A nice golden uh, kind of, I don't know, like a, a darker honey kind of yes. color, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Dark, kind of dark honey color, for sure. Uh, on the nose, it does. Hmm. What are you getting there? Uh, you know what? 
don't really know what I'm getting. Maybe yeah, I need a little bit of that honey too, actually. A little bit, and I can't really mm-hmm. put anything specifically necessarily, but I would say generally it smells like a what I would expect a cream ale to smell like. <laughs> right, and it, you know what? It's not as creamy, and um, producer Willie also then commented as well, and um, he, he took notice of this because I was too busy laughing at your pour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on my pour, which was actually more accurate in Brett's, um, the head retention, it was it went down quick. Almost nothing, yeah. So it's there, and then it fizzes right out. So just kind of keep note of that. But for a cream ale, I, I don't know if I expect it to be more hazy or... Yeah, not, I think maybe it depends on what you know what recipe they're brewing with, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm smelling the nuts now, though. Yeah, I Are actually you? am getting right, the nuts yeah. now, too. As well. And maybe this, as you said, this beer yeah, uh, will, goes in the glass quick. I wonder if it'll go down the hatch quick once we get to taste it here. Yeah. So should we kind of taste that it? That was here? my hint, hitch, nudge, nudge to yeah. start tasting the beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, 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 try, let's, it. Do let's it. try it out. Definitely malt forward. Yeah. I would say. I'm getting a nuttier feel kind of in the midway. Same. Yeah. And I don't know what type of nut necessarily, but almost like pistachio. Mm. Well, remember they had one of their uh, other beers uh, was brewed with pistachios. So they obviously have them, uh, you know, randomly there. Yeah. Just sitting around. (laughs) Just toss it in. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'll throw that in. Why not? (laughs) I don't know. I kind of... I'm getting a more of a, like a peanutty, but that that might just be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting when you mentioned you could smell the nuts. I was kind of smelling peanut. Peanut on the nose. Uh, yeah. And are you guys getting a bit of a different mouthfeel? Like I don't. It's not obviously there's no lactose in it, but maybe it's that kind of creaminess portion of it. It is certainly creamy, <laughs> um, which you would expect from right. a cream ale. Yep. Um, but yes, definitely, I am getting it not as much as you would expect if you had lactose mm. in mm-hmm, it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is. and I know, like uh, for example, I'm the only person probably here who is a nuts and B doesn't like nuts. Um, so like you're like no nuts at all. No, I hate nuts. Like okay. peanut butter is the most disgusting thing to me. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Right. Wow. Cashews, beer nuts. No nah. beer. None nuts of that. either. None of that. I like wow. beer. Don't wow. like nuts, which is why just, <clears throat> just beer. the beer. Yeah. Okay. Just the beer part. Um, I enjoy good beer. Nuts. So that's maybe that's why it's being thrown off a little bit for me because I'm not used to this taste. I'm not used to that nut taste. You know, that makes sense because we did get in, um, for Christmas, we did get a package as well that came with a bunch of peanuts. And now Mm -hmm. I do recall you saying uh, no thanks to the the peanuts and you were willing to give those up. Yes, always. It all comes back around. So Um, producer Willie says maybe some cashew. Yeah, maybe. um, Because cashews are kind of like... um, buttery almost like yeah. kind of creamy buttery so, so that makes sense why it. you're getting the creaminess too yeah all right good so, call by willie yeah willie willie on his game today uh <laughs> not the poor game first, first time yeah, not the yeah. poor game. But, but the guy knows his nuts. I'm, I'm one to talk yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to the top five profiles um i don't think number five is gonna fool anybody or surprise anybody on this one but number one creamy how do we feel on that consensus? it's definitely creamy it wouldn't be my top yeah. one but uh definitely there yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, number two, sweet. I would uh, say it's a little sweet on the back end. A little bit of sweetness, mm. but I would say there was more su- sweetness uh, on the nose. Like I was expecting more sweetness when right. I smelt mm-hmm. it. But. Yeah, and kind of having a cheat code to know what all the top five, five flavor profiles are. Um, I'm going to kind of mention what you said earlier on, Brett, with malty. Maybe we, it's not on the top five, and we can see right. that. But I, I think you're right, and maybe that malty should be kind of rammed up into number two and sweet drop down. Mm-hmm. Um, three is smooth. 
definitely a smooth beer. Yeah. Hot, hot day, like 30 degree day. Mm-hmm. This is definitely an easy crushable beer, 100%. Absolutely. It, it is smooth. Um, four subtle. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I get know. it, right? Like, not, no flavor in this beer is necessarily jumping out and being the predominant flavor. So mm-hmm. I, I get that point. Right. Okay. And then number five, nutty. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is nutty. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, in terms of the can, uh, very colorful can, actually. Very, very colorful it can. It is. Uh, it's almost like a toad in the water, you know, and uh, trying to get some of these uh, fish that is holding on to the beers here. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, it's very, sorry. It, I mean, it's a colorful can. Yeah, it's a very you know what, it's, attractive it, design there. It's very kind of playful, right? Because you have... Uh, presumably the Natterjack trying to catch the Lunker, yep. and the Lunker, conversely, trying to catch the, the, the Again, also, not up in my fish terms. Is Lunker a fish term? Yes. Like a fishing term? Yep. There you go. Yep. Or the Lunker is trying to catch the Natterjack's beers. No, no. See how it's on its own fishing pole there? And it's got the the hooks? Yeah. Yeah. So he's trying to catch the Lunker by persuading men saying, hey, you want these beers because it's a hot day. Oh, the I story think. plays out. Mm. The story plays out. Sure. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to things that I know way more about, and that is untapped. Um, <laughs> because I know nothing about fishing, nuts, or anything else in between. Uh, Tyler, please hit me up with the first one. All right, you got it. So the first one is Mike Handel. I'm going to say it's Frunk. P-H-R- Soft PH. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> P-H-R-O-N-K is the handle. On May 2021, I don't think we actually have a specific date in there, but in May, so not on May, but in May. <laughs> in May. Uh, said the following, nothing mind-blowing about it, um, but it's a perfect summer ale, and plus there's a frog on the can. Very literal, Mike. Thank you for that. Uh, and gave it a four out of five. Well, Mike is right. There is a frog on the can. Uh, and from the next one is uh, from Aaron L. Uh, Handle is serious beer fan. Uh, commented on February 27th. Great beer. Tastes like summer. Hashtag miss you, Matt. Hashtag Matt stream. Hashtag West Elgin. So awesome that he's uh, kind of paying tribute to Matt. And uh, Aaron gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, I do have one comment going back to uh, Tyler's one that he read. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank, Mike, um, I don't know if you know the difference between a frog and a toad. No. Um, but Calling out. I do know there is a difference between them. So yeah. maybe you need to take a closer look. Or maybe he had a few beers that day. He obviously isn't familiar with other Natterjack beers, which are basically called toad Toad mm-hmm. evaporation, right. which we're going to have next. Right. So, and this, this is all coming uh, kind of clear right now. Is Brett said, you know, he doesn't know much about fishing, doesn't know much about nuts. But being Farmer Fife, he probably see a lot of toads and or frogs <laughs> right. in the field. Yes. So There's actually one in my house last week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to give this uh, already. I'm going to start it off. I'm going to go with a 3.25 to start things off. A 3.25. Nice. Uh, I am going to give it a 3.5. I am going to give it a uh, 3.25. And producer Willie, who also did have it at the Food and Wine Show back in the day, he rated it a 3 then when it was off the tap. This one in the can is also rating it a 3. Perfect. So that is going to give us an overall team score of 3.25. Nice. Keeping it clean. All right. Well, let's continue our way on to beer number two. Now, the second beer we're having today is Toad Evaporation, 
which has a 6.0 ABV and 15 IBUs. Yes, so this beer is brewed with the finest maple products here in southwestern Ontario. Uh, their friends over at Aldred Maple Products helped out fill their tanks with saps, then finish with Aldred's very own maple syrup. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Maple syrup. I do enjoy some maple syrup. Yes, Me you too. do. <laughs> so this is designed as a traditional lager uh, with that maple making it kind of like a smooth, smooth finish on the end. So we'll see how that kind of goes. Now, one important thing to note here, which was talked about at the beginning, was it is kind of mislabeled on untapped. So it's listed as a gold nail. Yes, um, Now, we haven't poured it yet, but we have seen some pictures, and it does not look truly golden. No. The definition of gold is very, <laughs> very off. And, and I will say when uh, I mentioned Dan dropped the beers off at my house, he did specifically say this is a maple lager. So okay. we do have that inside information. From and he would brewery. know. He would know. He, he made did, it. He did brew it. Yeah, he you're right. He would, he would know that. <laughs> he should have that information. So it's not really a golden nail. We'll see when we pour what it does look like, although we have seen the pictures and we do have information about that. So. Yeah, we, we've got a... A, a little bit of a hint here. So uh, as a side note on this beer, the first time that they made this beer, they actually tapped their own trees for sap to fill the their tanks. So wow. they realized that uh, that can take a little bit of a long time. Uh, yeah. So they opted to go for professionals uh, going forward. So that's probably, where, probably over there. Yeah, the that's where Aldred yeah. Maple yeah. Products came in. So uh, on tap, this beer only has 19 check-ins. Uh, so yeah, definitely not a lot with an average rating of 3.55 bottle caps out of five. Again, 3.55. We're part of an exclusive group. Here, we are. Is what we're saying. The 3.55 category or the 19? The 19. Okay. But we'll see. We might fit that 3.55 uh, when, when our ratings come up. All right. Let's grab uh, the cans here. And Chris, if you could please be careful this time around, that'd be great. Yeah, I will be well, very careful. Let's open her up. This beer also says that it may contain nuts. Just if you have a nut allergy out there. Does it actually? Yeah, it does. No spillage over here. Uh, oh, me too. Did it? Did a bit of a quick pour so we wouldn't run down the can. And uh, it seems like the same people, producer Willie and and uh, Chris, struggling on the uh, the pours. Hey, I, I got it all in the glass. I just have I think half the glass. Uh, I think Tyler and I's uh, smart serve is definitely coming in handy here. Versus, the other. do we dare high five again? I think we do. Wow, great job! Ha-ha. Well, I did learn how to pour. I did manage to pour the entire beer into my whole pint glass, uh, which we are using again. The whole pint glass is a three fifty five (laughs) can, a twenty ounce pint glass and a three fifty (laughs) five can. It's taking up the entire glass. I think what we need to do is a producer special on how to pour your beer, making sure that we have the right angle for the glass as well as the can. I was a little bit nervous after the last beer. I didn't want to get more. Chris knows about the proper glassware, just does not know how to put the beer in his proper glassware. There you go. The struggle is real. All right, taking a look at this golden ale. Um, not, ooh, it is not that. Uh, not a golden nope. ale. Nope. Swing and uh, a miss. <laughs> definitely, definitely more of that maple lager. Uh, a brown ale would have been a little bit closer. On the look. Uh, dark ale. Least, yeah, for a, sure. A winter ale. Winter ale would have been a little bit Anything better. dark that isn't golden, yeah. really. I would have even taken stout. I'm just, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> at this point, anything than golden ale in, in color, but definitely yeah. not in uh, flavor profile. On the nose, so you definitely do uh, have that maple come through. 
yeah, some maple and some malt as well, Again, which yeah, I would expect. The mm-hmm. maltiness for sure. I'm sure that. that contributes to some of the darkness as well, not just the maple. I think right. so. I think, yeah, very, uh, very malty. Um, the head retention, although Chris did have that extremely impressive <clears throat> pour, uh, his head <laughs> it has, has gone subsided. Down. Yeah, so to and ours is all level. like flat now. His is still there because you know yeah. half his glass was head for a minute and a half. It looks yeah. very much like a root beer, right? Like it just does get actually. That, oh, do they screw color. us up with that root beer seltzer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mislabeled the can. Actually, the untapped is right, but the can has been yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Man. So that's. I think that's kind of a good look or kind of any kind of like Coke product or Pepsi product, right? Or RC Cola. Cola or RC product. Cola, yeah. yeah, Cola product. Yeah, All right. Well, let's be hoping this isn't pop, boys. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's taste her up. Actually, there. I've never had a maple pop before. Mm. Be interesting. <sighs> yeah, the maple's there. The malt is there. Yeah, yeah. it's really malty, actually. Yeah. Malt I, don't, I don't mind it, though. Um, I think the with this is you have to know what you're getting, and if you're going into it thinking you're getting a, a golden ale and you're and you're not, <laughs> you'd you're be, be severely disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, yeah, and I think we see some of that in maybe some of the untapped comments as well. But it is very malt forward, that um, sweetness or that that maple. Yeah, is on, there. on my next few sips, uh, I'm getting a lot of the maple syrup. Like, literally, like, I'm just drinking maple syrup. You just yeah. have, like, Aunt Jemima in the bottles there. Yeah, exactly. Just, just chugging it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think something to be said with this kind of beer is, again, we, we do talk about when's the best time to have this. We're in a hot day. Um, maybe not necessarily a summer beer. And I, I could see this more as, like, that fall, winter kind of beer. Yeah. Um, I just would... because it's darker and that maple syrup kind of... Keep it to that fall season, right? Yeah, I would say like a bookend season, right? Like a spring, mm-hmm. fall where kind of like it's not too hot, but it's not cold where you're kind of looking more I think to a we stout. definitely did this right in terms of having the Lunker first and then this one afterwards. I agree. If we would have flip-flopped it, I think things would have been a little, a little bit different. It would have affected the Lunker. And if we didn't have the inside information that this actually isn't a golden ale, then we might have made that mistake. Uh, right. Correct. I yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and because we always talk, and we had that in a producer special before with flights about trying mm-hmm. to drink the light to the dark. And so, if we would have thought it was the gold nail and didn't do the complete research on it, yeah, we might have switched him up. Thank God for research. Who? Oh man. And and I mean, the guy who brewed the beer telling you it's a maple. Yeah, that, 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 helps. That, that helps. That helps. That helps. But so does the internet and Untapped. So speaking of Untapped, top five flavor profiles for this one. Uh, number one is sweet, which I can't argue with. It's yep. number one on my books. I don't, I'm, it might be number two. Okay. And I'd only replace that with, with malty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair. One, I want to be there. Um, which malty isn't on the top five so far, uh, but we have a, we'll a put chance to shape this, I think, uh, since there's only 19 check-ins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Number two is light, uh, which. I definitely don't think this is a I, light. Yeah, beer don't. doesn't drink light. Light doesn't make right. sense to me at it all. It kind of speaking towards that like seasonal kind of drinking of this beer, I think, because it yes. is not light. Mm-hmm. It would fit more into that fall season, but yeah. Yeah, and then uh, stale is the third one, which uh, I this mean, this is one I've never seen. Yeah, on tap before, I haven't like seen a stale. That's does, a, does anybody want a stale beer? Uh, no. That's a good point, though. Like, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I have not seen that flavor profile. Willie hasn't. Chris, have you ever I, seen stale? I have not seen it. And 
I mean, maybe that's because a lot of the um, check-ins have been us like untapped at home. Well, I'm certainly not. I would say I haven't really had a beer that's stale that I can remember where I'm kind of looking for that. Well, and that's uh, what I'm saying though, is because yeah. it's, uh, you've been doing a lot of untapped at home is if it's the beer stale, right. you have yourself to blame. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's where most of my check-ins come from, like in terms of untapped at home, right? Absolutely. So COVID really helped that. Exactly. Um, so flavor profiles, number four and five, not listed. So, like I mentioned, uh, we kind of have a a chance to shape this. Um, I I, I think we kind of talked about it. Malty, absolutely, we need to put that in there. Uh, The one that's not on there that probably should be, and me and producer Willie, I think, are in agreement on this, uh, maple. Mm -hmm. Because it's a maple lager. Yep. And there's definitely that maple flavor coming through. So Yeah, I, I would agree. So maybe we do shape this a little bit, and I propose we go with um, malty, sweet, maple dark mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's four yeah and then we come up with something else because i don't i don't think we we'll, we, we'll we, do some brainstorming we agree yeah. right like light isn't in there still isn't two of the three that are in there don't actually exist right oh for sure so light yeah. and stale are right not relevant at all yep. yeah so all right well why don't we just move on and see what the actual untapped users think instead of uh going through that and uh, instead of what we think we should probably well we'll get to what we think in <laughs> a second true. so yeah the first one comes from scott j scotty can is the handle and on june uh, 18th uh scotty said good color just the slightest hint of sweetness from the maple syrup finish in the process low abv so he must like his heavy beers because it's a six percent. I wouldn't call it low. Uh, and he says clean and easy. Uh, so Scott gave it a three point five out of five, and he was able to enjoy it on the Natterjack patio. Indeed, I, indeed, I, indeed. I, I wonder if they thought maybe they meant to say low IBU. Mm, maybe. Yes. Right. Maybe, maybe he needs to educate himself in between ABV and IBU. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a producer special on that, and he can listen to it so he can be educated. Um, in terms <laughs> of the second review, it comes from Chris B, and his username is brownie underscore 64. Uh, and he said this on June 29th. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, not sure this is golden, but still <laughs> delicious. <laughs> well, you know what? I definitely agree with that. Because yeah, uh, right. it's not golden, but it is definitely delicious. What did Chris rate that? Uh, he did not rate it. Way so go, maybe Chris. he needs to go back to our producer special on how to rate it on Untapped. Yeah. So that he can figure out how to rate his beer. <laughs> Brett's out here just ripping apart every Untapped user today. And, and plugging the producer specials, too. Uh, yeah. People got to give them a listen. Gotta. Right. It's good episodes. Well, speaking of ratings, because we do want to rate our beers, I'll start our first one. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 3.0 out of 5. Um, it's a decent beer and I, I, I'm giving it that rating because it does have the maple that they talk about. Um, in terms of my rating, you know, it is a lager. It's got some maple into it. So there's, again, nothing that's going to bring it up very high. But again, it's as advertised. I'm going to give it a 3.5. All right. And so for myself, I'm going to give it a 3. And so producer Will is going to come in with a 2.75. All right, so overall for our team, that gives us a 3.0625, which we are going to round down to 3.0. Looks like it. Looks like that's what we're going to do. And that concludes our review of the beers and, of course, of Natterjack Brewing. Nice. So stay with us as we talk about exercising and working out. (laughs) 
All right. So since the Natterjack logo, the toad in it, is absolutely <laughs> jacked, just jacked. like us. Yeah. Just like us, right? Yeah. All yeah. jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. N- no one can see us, so, you know. Uh, we're going to talk about exercise and working out and getting jacked. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start with uh, kind of what, what our current habits of working out are. Uh, I'll throw it to you guys first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, t- I'll take the... I'll what take are you throwing, like a 20-pound weight to us? Or? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, currently, I uh, work out roughly, like, four or five times a week. Only your freaking hands when you're playing MLB The Show. About an hour and a half, usually, generally. It's just yeah. generally what I've been putting Complete out. a player program, then you're done, yeah. No, um, if you look at our logo, you're going to be uh. looking and seeing me in the middle and thinking, man, this guy's absolutely ripped, um, <laughs> which, is, which is true. Um, I, I think I'm a genetic mutation. Um, I don't know what it is per se, but you're certainly unique in that regard. No, I haven't worked out in a while and, uh, it is disappointing and I really wish that I probably could, but majority of my problems is myself. Like I just can't motivate myself (laughs) as well as the workout facility in the apartment has been shut down because of COVID. And so they do have a little workout facility. They have a pool. I'd like to get in there and do something. Um, but again, I just, I can't find the motivation to do it. And and that's simply on me. So Brett, over to you. Yes, me. Um, let's just say my on again, off again, fitness journey, as it seems everybody has, um, (laughs) you know, it was one of those things where before COVID, I was doing really good. COVID hit, not so good. Now I'm back to doing good. So I always make sure take my dog out for like a half hour walk late at night, no matter if I'm one beer deep, zero beers deep, 10 beers deep, still doing it. Um, but also again, like starting up that good old 10 beer deep walk, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's better than 3am beer picking up my kid. Sometimes they call, sometimes they call that a hazy walk because of all the hazy IPAs I've had. Uh, Anyway. Uh, yes, yes. 3am beers. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it, it happens. If you're a parent out there, you understand me. Um, anyway, <laughs> Chris, what do you, what do you got? Yeah. So, uh, currently, yeah, I, I try to work out about four to five times a week. Honestly, I do. Um, so I, I'm, I've kind of been lucky in the sense that even though, you know, and we're going to kind of touch on this, but even though gyms have been closed and everything, I do have a space in my home where, uh, we can still work out. Um, and I've literally at home all the time I work from home so I can just, you know, at lunch, spend an hour working out and that sort of thing. So, right. now, do you have so, like a home gym or like uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. bands or anything? Like Before that? we get there, we will get there. We will get there. Oh. I do want to mention about producer Willie and what, he, what yeah. he's got going. Oh, yeah, he, he does so, things. So, producer Willie does, uh, you know, walks, some stationary bike. Also, just tuned up, and I don't know if he's uh, part of the El Chapo Mafia or his <laughs> Norco bike, but I think he means Nor- Norco. Does mean Norco? I think he means Norco. Uh, so yes. no El Chapo bike for him, but he's got he's got a Norco bike. So just Man, tune that up. Man, seeing producer Willie on an El Chapo bike though, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Now baseball is starting up, so hopefully uh, Willie yes. can get out there. Producer Willie and myself will be going out to play the baseball again. Throw some throw some Chad, and uh, yeah, I'm, you know what? I had a bike here at the apartment. Yeah. I wanted to get it tuned up wanted to kind of work with it but the tires are completely deckered yeah so to answer your question brett basically um i've got we've got a few like small weights like nothing crazy like we don't have a full weight rack or anything um i've got resistance bands which are actually pretty helpful yeah yeah um and then we have a peloton bike um nice add me craft beer underscore underscore chris uh, if you have a Peloton, um, 
I love how your Peloton is with craft beer. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Like all three of our listeners uh, that have Peloton. If like, that, yeah. We're, if we're that. Craft so, beer and Peloton. So we've got like a nice little area that, uh, yeah, that we can yeah, work nice. out in. Yeah. Nice. We only, I only have a treadmill and then uh, fun story about that actor, actually. I'll tell it offline, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, a lot of resistance bands as well. Um, if we had a Patreon account, that would be something that would hit that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Patron. Yeah, but, yeah. That's Dang! No, that's the alcohol. tequila con source. Oh yeah, I know. Not having that. Yeah. Uh, anybody? Any favorite like workouts, exercises, anything so, they like to do? So for for equipment, just kind of go back on it for myself. Yeah. I don't really. I personally don't have a lot. I do have some resistance bands as well. We do have some smaller weights in, yep. the, in the apartment, some yoga mats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but again, I just don't have the motivation to, to do anything. And it's, uh, it's sad, but here's the thing. Sad, yeah. This is the reality of it, right? Is that everybody has different you know, motivation levels. And yep. um, I, I used to work out a lot. I, I did CrossFit and I gained a bunch of weight. Um, shout out to Hydro CrossFit in, in uh, Stratford. Um, but I, I did do some workouts and I did gain yeah. some weight. And I was healthy and um, I'd like to not only for physical but mental health work out again and yeah. start getting back into it. I think that's very important for that. Yeah. In terms of like favorite workouts, uh, I do really like, like I mentioned, the Peloton. They have great, cl- like really fun classes, great uh, instructors. Um, so you kind of feel like you're having fun. Uh, when you're exercising and you kind of get motivated because you're like, you can check out the playlist beforehand. You're like, oh, this playlist looks awesome and that sort of thing. So, so it, it helps you motivate, get motivated a little so bit. So do you do any of the live ones or do you do all the recording? Because I've looked at the Peloton and again, it's just something that I would have to commit to yeah. pay the money and really just like focus in I, on it. I mean, I do live classes if the schedule works out. Um, you mean they real- don't schedule around your schedule? No, unfortunately mm-hmm. not. Oh, dang it. Hate to see it. Um, but they do, like, there's really no difference between the live and on-demand classes. It's the same thing, except you might get a shout-out if you're in the live class. Yeah. Basically. Right, right. <laughs> Gotta be all about those shout-outs. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks for joining us your first time. Wow. Hey, yeah, Crafty exactly. or Chris. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or if you're doing your 100th ride or whatever. Gotcha. Maybe. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice. For sure. Uh, so you said, you did say about favorite workouts. So do you have anything that's your um, favorite? I mean, obviously, ten, ten beer deep walk with the dog. Yeah. No, it's more so like lifting things up and putting them down. I'm like a weights person. I'm not like everybody hates cardio. Let's be freaking serious, no, right? No, um, I do. Okay, uh, so I'd rather like my my gym. Literally, my you gym. literally just talked about having a peloton. <laughs> just because you have a peloton doesn't mean you still hate doing it. For that price That's, point, <laughs> yeah. that price point actually, you better like it. Yeah, you, you could be forcing yourself to do it. But right. no, like in terms bef- before COVID. Like I would go to the gym and literally just lift weights for like an hour and a half and then 15 minutes cardio at the end because I hate cardio that much. Hmm. Right. Uh, the most cardio I got usually is like, you know, when I hit a home run, I jog around the bases. Um, that's all. Speaking about sports though. Well, Chris, oh, well, Chris do you have a favorite workout then? Well, I just, the Peloton just the Peloton classes. Yeah. 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 For myself, I don't know. I enjoy cardio stuff. I, I do enjoy, you know, the bike kind of aspect of it. I also, I don't know, flexibility stuff. Whether it's, I don't know, like handstand push-ups, just some obscure stuff, muscle-ups, just oh, like wow. things that I'm, I'm fortunate enough to do because I am smaller. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's a little bit easier. Yes, myself easier. being the biggest out of the three of us, four of us, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm it, not as flexible in terms of what you can do versus what I can do. Right. You're right. Just, but I mean, we all have different abilities, right? Exactly. And when you look at our logo again, all three of us look like we're absolutely ripped. Oh, yeah. Two shreds. shreds. It is very flattering. And yeah. producer Willie, if he was in the photo, he'd be like, like just <laughs> he'd be like the Hulk. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right. So your sports. Willie. Willie does a, a bunch of sports. Willie does hockey, he does. tennis, fastball. Those are his bunch yes. of sports. I also play <laughs> fastball. Um, now, alpha note, this year, towards the end of last year, plus this year, I decided instead of, you know, golfing beforehand was just like a fun sport where I could just go out and have a couple beers and yeah. ride a cart. Uh, with the exception of two times of the 10 times I've been out this year, I have walked every single course. Nice. Um, I actually feel also I play better when I, I, I walk. I, I totally agree with that. That. Um, and also uh, volleyball during the wintertime. I play a lot of volleyball. Uh, ref volleyball as well to keep my free gym membership at the YMCA. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's always an incentive yeah, program. There's hey, always you, get paid, you get paid to ref, plus you get a free membership, which then will turn into free swim lessons, which then will turn into free day camps. Uh, it pays for itself. Are you still trying to take swim lessons at your age? Yes, I am. Good for you. Yeah. If you need anybody to teach you a doggy paddle, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of sports for me, I agree, Brett. Uh, walking a course with a golf bag that's not easy, right? So that's quite a bit of exercise. Uh, I do curl, believe it or not, sweeping. Pretty yeah, good workout. For sure. Uh, if you're actually taking it seriously, because some people don't. Don't, yep. <laughs> So that's where I am. Um, maybe just to finish it off, you know, you mentioned motivation, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Do we feel generally like working out and exercising is like a chore that we have to do, or do we actually enjoy it? Because personally, I would say I do enjoy doing it. Yeah, so for myself... I enjoy doing it. It's just getting me to do it. Right. And you enjoy like how you feel after. Probably, yeah. Right? And, and that's the problem I think with myself is I've generally been a smaller guy. So it's not like I've had like this, oh, well, I need to lose 15 pounds. Thing right. Or, or, or whatever. Have oh, you never been there before? No. And th this is the thing, right? It's just changing the way you think about working out. For and sure. it shouldn't necessarily be all about weight loss. It should be about doing something that's healthy keeping the body moving and thinking long-term goals. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think I just have to shift the focus on that and, um, and, and do a better job. Right. And, yeah. and that's just self-awareness and, um, accountability. And, yeah. and I think it's easier when this isn't part of this uh, conversation we're really having, but maybe I'll tie it in is it's a lot easier to hold yourself accountable when you have a group of people. And I can get behind that's the, true. I can get behind the Peloton idea because I feel like I would actually go on when you're on. Right. Right. And actually feel like I'm actually working out with people. And, yeah. And, that to and, me and is that's, that's kind of what sucks about not having the gyms open. Right. Cause like that was a, a big thing for people is going with other people to the gym and you right. feel like you're in a community or whatever. And I would only go to a gym that I knew that my friends were going to also sign up with. I'm not a huge fan of going to a gym and then having a bunch of randoms and making friends. Right. No, thank you. Um, I would rather go to the gym with some of the friends that I have. Yep. But that's, See, that's, I, that's the one thing for me. I'm completely different from you guys. Yeah. Because I'd rather go with my beats, literally just isolate myself for an hour, an hour and a half yep. and Get do my zone. own thing. Talk to fricking nobody except maybe some casual conversation waiting at the water fountain for yep. a drink. Yep. Other than that, I am literally all me. I don't want to talk to anybody, think about, you know, being with anybody, et cetera. Just literally focus on my routine and get the heck home. Right. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about how everybody does things differently Yeah. because I would, I kind of do the same thing, but I'm just there with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah. Hey, can you help me out with this? Or, Hey, what am I doing wrong? Because 
you might think you're doing a, a movement correctly and somebody that's with you will be able to kind of help you and say, yeah. wait, you're kind of getting loose on the back or your knees are flaring out. Yeah. And maybe b- before we just wrap it up here, we'll just touch on Willie. So he definitely uh, would rather exercise through sports or doing, you know, kind of stuff around the house uh, than actually doing, you know, specific workouts. Uh, just kind of move in the body, right? Be healthy rather than thinking of a, a specific specific exercise. Perfect. You got her, right? Uh, Not, nothing better than throwing six games on a weekend for baseball and then <laughs> being sore for the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of going home, because that's what we're going to do, right? Wrap up next. All right, and that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. Make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite personal trainer because, hey, they like beer too. (laughs) So from all of us and producer Will, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.